Hi everyone, welcome to Skipping to Shape. Hang out with me as I chat to you about diets, fitness, daily challenges and female struggles. I'm your host, Chantal. Hi everyone and welcome back to the second episode of the Skip Into Shape podcast. I'm your host, Chantal. So, it's been a week since I last spoke to you. I hope everyone has had a really good week. I know if you're anywhere near Sydney, it is super hot. Um, Yeah, so battling a bit with this heat this week. So just to recap from last week, I told you a bit about my health and fitness journey and my goal to compete. If you listened to my previous episode, you will remember I told you I needed to get a lot leaner, so the plan now is to lose weight. However, even in a calorie deficit and working out six times a week, I am struggling to get the scale moving. Um, I told you guys I was going to the doctor as I was feeling a bit off balance and I've been experiencing um, like adult acne, a lot of fatigue, I'm struggling to lose the weight, I've irregular menstrual cycle and quite a bit of hair loss. So that was basically my reason for going to the doctor and um, as you might recall, I told you I was going to the doctor last Friday. So I went to the doctor last Friday But before I get into that, let me just touch back on the whole weight loss thing because I say I'm in a calorie deficit, but I don't want you to think I'm just assuming I'm in one because that's totally not the case, okay? So as I mentioned last week, I have a specific nutrition plan set up by my coach. Now, this is very specific to macros so that I need to meet daily. So macros obviously being protein, carbs, fat, and fiber. And then a diet breakdown per meal. I then weigh each meal. I track it on my fitness pal. Hence me saying I know I'm in a calorie deficit. Meaning the calories I eat are less than the calories I'm burning. So technically, according to the maths, I should be losing the weight. This has also opened up my eyes to so many coaches online saying all you need is a calorie deficit and diminishing people who say, you know, I'm not losing weight and their answer is simply eat less. And yes, in many cases that might be the case, but I do think that there's a lot of women who, um, you know, who that doesn't resonate with and that's just not the case um, And you really need to be true to yourself and you need to know that there is a bigger problem. Instead of eating less, starving yourself, over-exercising, etc. Rather go and see a doctor, not just a GP. Um, Yeah, find someone who can give you the proper help and understands your symptoms. Okay. So as I mentioned, I visited um, a woman's health doctor last Friday So the symptoms I complained about were the acne, um, the lack of weight loss, hair loss, specifically on my head, it's falling out more than normal. We all know that women lose a lot of hair, but yeah, I've just been noticing it's a bit more than um, normal, irregular menstrual cycle um, and a very long cycle as well. So the doc did quite a thorough examination, asked me a bunch of questions and suggested I go for blood tests the next day and an ultrasound over the next week. 
she thinks that the symptoms are pointing to PCOS, but of course she is testing everything just to be sure. So, of course, as soon as she mentioned PCOS, I've been doing quite a bit of research, trying to find out as much as possible um, that I can. I also spoke to my coach already about it, so I will also touch on that Um As I said, I went for blood tests last Saturday. I still have to go for an ultrasound early next week and then I'll get my diagnosis and hopefully give you an update on next week's episode. So what is PCOS? For those of you which don't know, polycystic ovarian syndrome is a condition where a woman doesn't ovulate, um, basically because the body is producing um, excess androgens. So androgens are a group of hormones that um, include testosterone. Um, and then inflammation and insulin resistance are like the biggest contributors to PCOS. So insulin is obviously the storage of hormone. And when we eat, our body detects a rise in blood sugar. When the blood sugar is high for prolonged periods of time, our body doesn't like it. Um, and this is this is obviously because it can lead to damage um, in the cells of, you know, the the liver, the heart, um, pancreas, etc. So the body stores the excess blood sugar in the muscle and liver cells for later use. Okay, so that's just obviously some research I, I did into it and what I understand. Um, about the syndrome. So as I mentioned, the symptoms of PCOS will vary from woman to woman, um, but they generally include you either have an irregular or absent menstrual um, cycle, infertility, um, excess hair growth on the face, on the chest, on all those areas which generally like the men would grow. Um, this is obviously due to the levels of male hormone in your in your body. And then acne, again, due to the levels of male hormones, obesity, um, and something I read specifically is that um, the fat tends to be stored around your middle, so around your stomach. And then, um, yeah, there's also things like um, dark pigmentation, so around generally like the back of your neck, under your arms, under your breasts, in the groin area that's also a sign of insulin resistance. And then um, an increased risk of miscarriage. So that's just a basic overview. As I said, I'm not yet diagnosed, so I don't want to go into it too much. However, I do think, especially for women, calorie deficits is not always the answer, and you can very well be in a calorie deficit and still not losing fat. So I think a lot of times we put a lot of pressure on ourselves. We don't see the scale moving and we start to feel discouraged. We start eating less. We increase our exercise, especially when we have, you know, to look at these Instagram models or we turn the other way and think, well, you know, this isn't working, so I might as well eat. And we start binge eating and we actually end up feeling even worse. So I know the feeling and I think we just need to stop We really need to just think things through, be honest and compassionate with yourself, your feelings, your health, and then, you know, seek that professional help if needs be. Do some research into the communities you can join for support. But I think most importantly, remember you're never alone. 90% of what you see online is people showing you what they want you to see. It's not the true story. So remember that. 
it's basically all for the show. And, um, you know, the real transparent ones are few and far between. So don't let the idea of what perfect is lead you to start um, like radical diets or just generally harming your health. Okay. So like I said, as soon as I have a diagnosis, I'll update you on my condition. However, I mean, I've been quite um, sad over the past few days. I had a bunch of thoughts running through my mind. Um, You know, if I have PCOS, will I ever be able to build the physique I want? I mean, I'm not a mom yet, so does this mean I won't be be able to have a baby? Am I going um, to have this bad skin for the rest of my life? You know, all sorts of thoughts. Then I just sort of took a step back and realised there are people out there with a lot worse conditions who have gone through a lot more and gone on to do incredible things. So I just figure whatever the the diagnosis will be, um, I won't let it define me and I'll carry on chasing my dreams and working hard to achieve them. Oh, sorry, that was a mouthful. <laughs> okay, so an update on nutrition and training over the past week. So I generally train six times a week, Monday to Saturday, okay? Wednesday is a cardio-only day. All the other days, I, primary, I primarily do strength training. I have two lower body days and three upper body days. So um, it will be classified as push and pull and one focusing on the back and the abs. Okay, so what I do is I try and lift heavier every week or at least do more reps so I have progressive overload. Okay, so this is very important to build muscles as you have to have micro tears in the muscle in order to repair and then they grow. So again, the muscle needs to actually tear, it's just micro tears, and then in that stage where they're repairing, that's where the growth happens. So I know a lot of women are scared of weight training, but you'll be doing yourself an injustice if you don't do some form of resistance training. Um, Especially if you want a toned body, you'll not get toned just by doing cardio. Um, It's also important to remember that you burn more calories with strength training. Cardio, you'll stop burning calories once you finish walking on the treadmill, where strength training has that prolonged burn post-exercise. I'm not meaning you're going to burn like another 500 calories or anything like that, but there is that little bit of extra calories that you will burn um, after you've finished exercising. And you definitely will not look like a man. Remember that the woman, um, you know, those women with those very strong physiques have been training for years and they're in a calorie surplus to get there. Um, They didn't get there by accident. So strength training for weight loss, for a toned body to build muscle is always the best route. So in terms of nutrition, I'm about 1,300 calories a day. Um, My nutrition plan is broken down depending on the exercise for the day. So like I mentioned, I train six times a week. Now on days that I do strength training, I have a moderate carb day where I can have oats in the morning, I can have carbs like sweet potato, pasta, rice, twice that day, so lunch and dinner. And on those days, um, my macros are roughly 
140 grams protein, 140 grams carbs, 36 grams of fat, and 27 grams of fiber. Okay. Then I mentioned to you I have um, one cardio-only day, so that's on a Wednesday, and then Sunday it's where it's a rest day. On those two days, I have a low-carb day, meaning predominantly protein in the morning and one serving of carbs throughout the day. So generally, my macros for that day will be 139 grams protein, 86 grams of carbs, 58 grams of fats, and 18 grams of fiber. So that's just basically an outline of my nutrition. So I'm obviously training towards a specific goal, so I just wanted to touch on the average person who's just looking to lose fat or just get toned, um, healthier, stronger, happier, because that is truly how this started for me. And I know the impact that a few changes had on my life. And I truly believe that, um, you know, you can have a healthy life and still enjoy a good food and treats once in a while. So the tips that I would probably give you is firstly, get active. As I said, resistance training is a great form of exercise, whether you're male or female, whether you use body weight, resistance band or actual weights, you cannot go wrong if you add this form of training. And I would obviously suggest it over cardio. Generally, just, um, you know, get moving, whether you're just going for a walk at the end of the day, whether you're doing your Zumba in front of the TV or following a home program, just do some form of exercise. It doesn't need to be for hours long. It can literally be 30 minutes a day. Um, you know, when your kids are back from um, school, go for a walk with them. When your husband's back from work, go for a walk with him. Just find that time in the day, like I said, 30 minutes, where you can move a little bit. So often it's not the moving that is the struggle. It's generally the food. Um, and believe me, I understand your struggle completely. I grew up in a Portuguese family, in a Portuguese household. We love our food. So, you know, there are changes that you can make to your diets where you don't have to completely deprive yourself. Firstly, I would suggest, sorry, the sugary drinks. You have the option to buy sugar-free drinks. If you really can't, you know, just sustain water, you can replace Coke for Coke Zero. It's such an easy thing to do, yet I see so many people still drinking normal Coke. Then with regards to the food, I would say planning is everything. Limit the carb intake. If you are having carbs at dinner, then you don't really have to have it at lunch, especially if, you know, you're not moving a lot and um, you're not going to um, the gym daily or doing your Zumba daily, etc. Um, I'd also say know what you're eating every day in advance. If you leave it till the last minute, that's when you grabbed, you know, the grilled cheese sandwiches or grab your phone and order that McDonald's because you know, you're starving. So plan ahead, know exactly what you're going to eat throughout the day. Now, when you do have carbs, which um, I will never say don't have carbs because you need carbs for energy. So when you do have carbs, choose complex carbs. So these are things like oats, brown rice, beans, um, lentils, you know, your whole wheat items, um, 
quinoa, barley, brown pasta. Why? Okay, these take more time for your body to break down. So this leads to longer lasting energy versus those quick spikes of energy and then you're hungry an hour later. So I think those low GI products are generally what um, you want to go for. And, you know, just you can basically just Google complex carbs and I'm sure you'll get a list. But, I mean, I did mention a few. Um, yeah, try go for the whole wheat all the time. So then let's talk about treats. So that is 100% my weakness. I am such a sucker for treats. So with regards to baking, um, one thing that I learned is instead of baking with white flour, do some research first, okay? There is plenty of healthier recipes online which you can use, um, you know, things where you can rather bake with whole wheat flour, with coconut flour, um, using low-fat milk in, and um, honey instead of sugar, Um yeah, there's a lot of options. You can literally just Google and you'll find so many healthier um, recipes. So you do have options. Just do a bit of homework and then buy the correct ingredients and have those in the house so that when you do want to bake, that you make a healthy um, choice in the ingredients you're baking with. Then there's portion control. You don't need a second helping, Okay. Be mindful of the amount you're eating. Really ask yourself, are you really hungry or you're just bored? Because often you just need a glass of water. So, you know, learn the signals of your body. Um, learn to be true to yourself and ask yourself, am I really hungry? I just ate an hour ago. I'm probably not that hungry. Let me just have some water, you know. Or um, keep your mind busy. Often... Um, uh, you know, I've been guilty of it in the past. I uh, would be bored and then I'd be like, oh, well, what's there to eat in the cupboard? I mean, you know, looking back now, I think to myself, you were not hungry. You didn't need to munch on those snacks. You were actually just bored. You could have, like, gone for a walk or something. <laughs> so, yeah, like I said, just be mindful um, and only eat when you're actually hungry or, like I said, plan those meals so that you know when and what exactly you are eating. Um, yeah, just remember that everything you put in your mouth is a choice. So be mindful. Think before you eat. Most importantly, stay hydrated. I find if I carry a bottle of water with me, um, lately I've actually been freezing my bottles of water because it's so hot and I actually just prefer like really ice cold water. So as I finish the one, the next one's ready for me to take out of the freezer and I just find staying hydrated also helps me, um, you know, control my appetite. So those are generally the tips I would give you this week. So like I said, firstly, replace those sugary drinks with the sugar-free drinks. Plan, plan what you're going to eat. Do not get into a situation where it's half past 12 and you're thinking to yourself, well, what am I going to eat? Because then you're more than likely to make a bad choice. When you have carbs, try choose those complex carbs. They're better for you. They're going to keep you fuller for longer. Baking, use Google. Google is your friend. Google the healthier options where you can bake 
with your whole wheat flours, your coconut flours, um, low-fat milk, honey instead of sugar, um, even organic maple, sh- uh, maple syrup is better than sugar. And then portion control, just be mindful. You don't need to eat big portions. Um, you know, your body can sustain on one portion. Um, yeah, and then just make the right choices. Really ask yourself before you um, put anything into your mouth, is this the right choice for the goal I'm trying to achieve, for the lifestyle I want to live, you know, for my health in general? So that's me for this week. I hope you enjoyed my update and come back next week for more. Okay, so again, if there's something you're keen to chat about, something you want to tell me or want to know more about me, please follow me on Instagram. You can find me at skip underscore into underscore shape. So skip into shape. And hopefully next week I can chat to you about my diagnosis I'll also tell you a bit about my physical updates. Um, We'll chat more about nutrition and I'll tell you um, a bit about the company I've started and where I'm at with that. So chat next week, guys, and have a wonderful weekend. Bye.